0: Hi, it's Taku Nash and welcome to The Baobab. How have you been? I hope you're well. You're staying safe and practicing self-care. Mark G, who's the host of Podcast and Chill, often asks his guests this last question. When all is said and done, how do you want to be remembered? I've watched guests saying that they want to be remembered as people full of love, people who made a difference, people who... Who started from nothing, and are here today because they were, because they made the right choices, made the right decisions, and because they were supported by people who were already in the industry. So this question inspired me to write a poem or a story. And since I haven't been reading books lately, to be honest, I haven't find that one found that one book that pushes me to read the book until the end. So since I haven't been reading, I haven't been able to do a book reviews on this blog, on this podcast. So the story, I'm going to just read it and then I like analyze it. I think that's something for someone who always comes, (coughs) excuse me, who comes to this space to look out for, (coughs) excuse me, to look out for book reviews. I hope that this is something, but... I promised that by the end of May, I would have reviewed a book. The title of the story is, Remember Me, The Way I Treated You. If you are reading this letter, it means that I'm dead. I've been dreading my death because it means that I'll never be able, that you'll never be able to see me. I know that some of you will dream of me, but it will will only be a memory. I do not know how my death will make you feel, but it is but if it was up to me, I would have chosen to leave until the end of time. One last thing I ask from you is that you give over my death, but I want you to live and be happy. So that's the plot of this of the story. It's a story about a young a, a woman who has got a terminal disease and now she has to she's writing this letter but the family members are going are only going to read this letter when she's dead so maybe she tasked one of her sisters maybe kundi to write this letter and kundi is going to give the family members the letter when she has died um people don't usually write letters when they are dying but unless it is a suicide or not but some people don't even write a letter even though even when it's suicide so i think when the character her name is martha when she was writing this letter she was trying to Thank the people that were there for her and preparing for her death because you knew that death was coming. So sometimes when you've got, when you, with Martha, she got discharged at a hospital and was, she got, she went home because there was nothing that the healthcare workers could have done for her. So this is how we got to writing this letter. Amayi and Baba, I'm sorry that I could not bring your mukwasha home. Thank you for loving me and allowing me to die at home surrounded by my loved ones please cutter my ashes on gogo and sekuru 's grave i love you always um martha wrote i uh, was uh, was apologizing to her parents because she had come uh, at an age where her parents were expecting her to bring a son-in-law home that's a mukwasha and shona so that she would get married and start her own family but unfortunately that was impossible for martha because she she died and i think she realized that she had a condition when she conditioned and could not get married or maybe let's say there are some people who realize that they've got a condition and maybe they might be in a serious relationship and they they decide to just tell the partner the truth because is too much of a burden for those partners to carry. So let's say this is what happened in Martha's case. And she doesn't want to be buried. She believes that she'll be wasting land. That's why she wants to be cremated and the, uh, her ashes are going to be scattered on her grand, grandparents' graves because she be, because when she was given birth to her cord was buried on the ground in the village. So there's a proverb that says, uh, wherever you, whatever you do, you always go back to your roots. So she's going back to where her cord was buried. And this is where her ashes are going to be scattered. Tafazwa, Promise me that you will live for both of us. We always live together. And I'm grateful for you being my right hand man since the day we were conceived. It's time you put a ring on Joe's finger. She loves you, and you love her too. Tafadzwa is Martha's twin brother, and they have been together, like she said, since the day they were conceived. These two have been inseparable, and when she told Tafadzwa about her condition, Tafadzwa did not take it that. Um, Tafadzwa was in um, was in denial. He cried. He he went through a lot when he realized that his twin had a terminal con had, had um, had cancer and she was going to die and she has been in a relationship with Joel for close to two years and his he places his ring in his cupboard he already bought the ring but he's scared what if he asks out what she what if he proposes and then Martha says he's not ready he's just scared but um his twin is encouraging him to just take a leap of faith Tafazwa, well tafadzwa we read about now it's kundi kundi I'm sorry for not being a part of Gogo's life for I'm sorry for only being a part of Gogo's life for a short period. You're a great mom and raise that child the way you always wanted. One last thing kiss here on the left cheek for me every night so google Gogufa um Gugu is Kundi's daughter and Kundi is a single mom and she thought that she was going to help her raise the child because Kundi's partner passed away. But now she's telling her that she can do this on her own. She's a big sister and she's trying to support her. Ngadendwe, your big sister is dead, and all your life you believed that she could do anything. But guess she failed to conquer death. I love you and I know you all you will do all the things. We talked about. I saw the flame in your eyes. So Ngati Andu is the last born child in Martha's family and Ngati Andu believed that her sister could do anything. She was her sister cook supper. she was her sister slaughter the, the the chicken. In her in head, her sister could do anything, but unfortunately she failed to conquer it. So Martha is apologizing to her and telling her that even though she's dead, she doesn't have to stop living. Tariro. My friend, this is it. My organs gave in and I'm dead. I love you and I want you to do one to do one thing. Pick pick up that phone and call Anini. Tell him the truth. Tell him that you love him. Tell him how you feel. I believe in second chances. And even though you broke up with you, you still love him. The breakup and the space made you realize how much you had, you had lost. If he takes you back, do the right, do the right thing. So Tariro is mother's best friend. And she was in a relationship with this guy. And then Tariro messed up. And now her friend is encouraging her that she need. Even though Tariro is trying to move on, she still feels that her heart belongs to this guy. So her friend is encouraging her to just take a leap of faith, call the guy, tell him how she feels, and even if things don't work out, even even if the guy doesn't doesn't want her back, at least to try it. And Tari is being encouraged by Martha that if the guy takes her back, she needs to do the right thing. My Simon, thank you for praying with my mother. Thank you for being a good friend, hold her hand and support her. So my Simon is a is my mother's best friend. And she has been there with my mother, there for my mother, when mother got sick, when mother was in the hospital, when mother came home. And sometimes mother would watch her mother cry while she was pretending to be sleeping on the couch. But now she knows that her death could break her mother. So she's begging my Simon to be there for her mother. My local church, your prayers gave me peace and it calmed my spirit. I sang the hymns with a merry heart when you came to pray for me. I hope to meet you all on the resurrection morning. Do not let my death make you lose your faith. It was God's will. So now Martha is writing to the church members, telling them how grateful she is, how happy she she was that they supported her when she was in a difficult space. And all Martha is asking from them is that they don't lose their faith. Because so many times... As, as people, we pray for for someone to get better. And we think that God has answered our prayers, but unfortunately the person dies. So mother's is just telling them that they don't have to lose her faith because she has died. And then to my family, love each other. And if you're having a bad day, remember m- my smile and my love. Lots of love, Martha. This is the end. So Martha wrote the letter and the family members are going to be given this letter by Kundi when Martha has passed away. How do you feel about people writing a letter or when you read a letter when someone has passed away? I strongly believe that it's a good thing that if if peep, some people know that... It's unfortunate how some people just have sudden deaths or have accidents. But if someone is sick and know that they are dying... I've heard some people saying that they grieve over someone's death whilst they're still alive. When doctors tell you that at least your partner has got a few months to live, a few weeks to live, you prepare yourself and you spend time with those people. But life is too short to live live in what if. Maybe I should have. Live in the moment. If you love someone, tell them. If you want to fix a relationship, if you want to mend a relationship, if you want to be in a person's life, do it now whilst you can and don't wait for, for a family member or for your partner to receive the message that you could have told them when you have died. Always remember to inhale positive energy and exhale negative energy.